It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Right, right now, Rita, we have the congressman uh, on the phone. Absolutely. And, we got uh, some big go breaking news. Breaking news. WABC. And joining us now is the chairman of the House Oversight Committee. He is certainly the man of the hour. Everybody talking about him and huge news today uh, in the Biden case we have with us. Chairman James Comer. Uh, Mr. Chairman, so great to have you back here. We loved when we had you here in studio a little while ago. Um, you know, I want to get right to it. You made some big headlines saying uh, that basically you intend to subpoena the members of the Biden family. Uh, when do you think that could happen? Well, I think we've been working towards making a case for several months that will actually win in court. Uh, a lot of people have been calling for uh, a Biden subpoena for a long time. If it were easy to get uh, a president or their family in front of a congressional committee, I'm pretty sure the Democrats would have had all the Trumps uh, in front of the, the committee. But what we've done is we've laid the case out that uh, there have been many crimes committed by the president's family. And with the most recent transcribed interview from Devin Archer, we proved that Joe Biden hasn't been truthful with his knowledge and communication with these people. So what we want now are bank records from the Biden's personal bank accounts. You've seen the charts, I'm sure, in the, in the various media outlets that are actually covering this investigation where it'll show a country, uh, whether it be Russia or China or Ukraine or Romania, and then it'll have arrows with the money going through different shell companies and then ending up in different Biden family members bank accounts. But we believe that there may be arrows uh, that, that go beyond the Biden bank accounts. If you remember, there's a text message and email that Hunter Biden sent his daughter where he complained about having to spend so much of his income on his father that he was having to keep his family up and things like that. Uh, that would implicate Joe Biden. Uh, we've already proven that Joe Biden wasn't truthful when he said he never communicated with his uh, with his family about these shady business dealings. And we know that's not true. We know that, uh, according to Devin Archer, he was the brand. Uh, he was the reason they were getting the money, which, which is, which is the obvious, but that's now on record. So we need to see for sure whether or not Joe Biden actually received direct payments through this shady money that was laundered through the shell companies to the different Biden family members. Was, and that's where we're, that's where we're headed. Uh, Congressman, was there money placed in foreign banks besides? <clears throat> we, we've always suspected that. In uh, communicating with the IRS whistleblowers, we're confident there are some offshore accounts, and we're doing everything in our ability to get access to that. Uh, one thing that's certain is that the IRS and DOJ knew there were offshore accounts, but like everything else, they've obstructed our investigation. They haven't been truthful. They haven't been transparent. They haven't been forthcoming. And that's what's been so difficult about this investigation. We're having to fight the Department of Justice. We're having to fight the FBI. We're having to fight the, the Treasury Cabinet. We're having to fight the IRS, the Secret Service, the Democrats in Congress, and the mainstream media. But we're still finding new information on a, on a biweekly basis. And uh, I think we put together a pretty solid case as to why we need to see Biden personal bank records, because all of this laundered money ended up 
in the different Biden, you know, in at least nine different Biden personal bank accounts. And then you have the communication with Joe Biden and these people, these these bad actors that were that were sending this money, as well as the communication between Hunter Biden and his daughter, where he said he has to give his dad half his income. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Uh, everybody, we are talking to the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer. Uh, Congressman Peter King, you have a question for him. Hey, Chairman Coleman, great to talk to you again, and really congratulations on the great job you're doing. Uh, you mentioned the Democrats in Congress. Uh, are any of them willing to break ranks at all? Do you sense any weakness in their part? Uh, not that they're getting, let's say, uh, more religion, but just the reality of the charges building up against the Biden family. Peter, all I've seen from Democrats in Congress is a, a continual effort to defend the indefensible. And the indefensible is that we have a president of the United States whose family was peddling his rear end to our enemies around the world uh, to the tune of so far 21 million. And that number is going to continue to grow. And they can't say one thing the family did to earn that money. And we see policy decisions that Joe Biden's made from firing the corrupt from, from firing the prosecutor who was investigating his son's corrupt energy deal in Ukraine to not putting the, the Russian oligarch on the sanctions list who paid Hunter Biden $3.5 million, who Joe Biden had dinner with that no one knew about until that Devin Archer transcribed interview. I mean, th- this is something that should be a concern to, to every American, but yet the Democrats continue to turn a blind eye. The one thing, Peter, and I think you know this, that keeps the Democrats unified is their hatred and opposition of Donald Trump. And in their eyes, and in a lot of the, the media's eyes, they know there's corruption here by the Biden family, and they know that Joe Biden knew a hell of a lot more than he's admitted and that he's been dishonest with the American people. But in their mind, they justify it by, well, the alternative is worse. Donald Trump could be president, and we don't want that to happen. And that's how they justify defending the indefensible, their hatred towards Donald Trump. Mr. Chairman, it's Judge Richard Weinberg. Good to talk to you again, sir. I just yes, want sir. to point out that it's also related to what's going on in the federal court investigation in Delaware where they try to have number one to try to have a sweetheart deal and two they let the statute of limitations run on the Burisma matters those are not coincidences which means if if you and the other members sharing the other committees uh, weren't making this investigation all of this would be buried exactly uh, remember, when we started this investigation at the end of January, the laptop was still Russian disinformation. Uh, no, the Bidens never got any money from China. Uh, none of this money ever happened while Joe Biden was vice president. And Joe Biden never talked to any of the people who were wiring his family money. All four of these th- those things have been proven false by our investigative work. We've got a long way to go. But look, th- you know, the, the lack of curiosity among the media I just did a CNN interview, believe it or not, with Jake Tapper. Just hung out, just got off the, the Skype with him a second ago. And I'm like, Jake, are you not the least bit curious about this? I mean, all the lies that the president said about his knowledge, all the crimes that have been committed by the Biden family, the evidence that shows that the president's son complained about having to give his father so much money, the amount of money his father's accumulated on a, on a politician's salary – over his lifetime, I mean, is that not at the le- in the least bit curious to you? And of course, he he fought back. But look, we're going to continue to to get the facts. Uh, we're we're going to continue to fight 
to get the, the truth to the American people. And I think that the American people want to know what level of corruption our current president was involved in with his corrupt family. Yeah, absolutely. The American public wants the truth. Yeah, I have a couple quick questions for you, uh, Congressman Comer. Um, Eric Schwerin, this is the other uh, business associate, as you know. It now turns out he was at the White House a lot more than ever reported, also the vice president's residence. Do you expect uh, to issue him a subpoena to testify? And and what kind of timetable are you looking at for the Biden family members? Just Are we talking weeks? Are we talking months? Yeah. Well, we're moving as quickly as we can. Again, uh, you know, people like Sherwin and Devin Archer and, and others that were involved in, in the shell companies and in the bookkeeping, they've been approached by the Biden legal team and told them to don't cooperate with the House Oversight Committee. You're going to implicate yourself. You're going to incriminate yourself. Uh, and, you know, that's one of the disadvantages we had. If we could grant immunity, to some of these people, like Sherwin and, and Devin Archer, I think Devin Archer would have had a whole hell of a lot more to say if he had had immunity. Because remember, there never was a legitimate business. So if you were a business associate of, of Hunter Biden, you were never in a legitimate business. You know what I mean? So you're, you're it's been very difficult. We've communicated with Sherwin, but uh, he knows a whole lot more than, than what he said. And he's going to be given an opportunity to uh, to talk under oath and to tell the truth, and uh, we'll see what he has to say. You know, Devin Archer was under an immense amount of pressure. The DOJ sent him a letter on Saturday and again on Sunday and, and uh, you know, did everything in their ability to intimidate him uh, prior to walking in to do our, our interview with him. So, uh, you know, this is just an unfortunate situation, another example of uh, – a government that's out of control, and, and we're going to continue to keep fighting and getting answers. Where do you stand on a impeachment inquiry? There's a lot of talk about that. Real well, quick. I, I strongly support it. I've been in constant communication with McCarthy and Jim Jordan on this issue, and I think that uh, that's where we're headed in September. Wow. Well, thank you. Uh, Congressman James Comer, you got to come back in again soon here in New York, and also always love having you here on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you.